Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The show is about to start. In three, two, one. Wow, back for more in 24. It's Cave Crew Radio. CaveCrewRadio.com. There was a time when the world turned their back on men. Men with a dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together. You seriously often Today's broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man. Gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer, steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, alright? Why do you drink ice cold beer on hot Mr. Craven, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Ladies and gentlemen, Cave Crew Radio is the name of the show. Live on Facebook, live on YouTube, live on CaveCrewRadio.com, live on Paul Stock Radio, available in syndication wherever podcasts are found. And it's great to be here. My name is uh, DK. I am live in my cave in Windsor, Ontario, and it is it is great to be here. We, I think we got a good show ahead for you, ladies and gentlemen. We got all the usual stuff with all the usual suspects. We also have two very big announcements. Um, a chin chin to uh, short side uh, out in chat. Um, I, I, I haven't introduced you. I'll play your thing in a minute, but. I think we should start a new thing. We should like track how many times we have short, short, I can't even get out. How many times we have short size? Say that 10 times. That's going to be a new uh, contest on the uh, Jolitz Jamboree. Uh, how many times can we have short size in chat? 
And like, what is the record? So, so far tonight, we're at three. And I understand, you know, it's across the world, things happen, whatever, whatever. But we can build the short side record in chat. Something new. Anyway, folks, here you go. And now, he is the king of the sovereign county of Urine Stench and Stenchlandia, the commander-in-chief of the Water Gypsies, the self-proclaimed president of the United States, a university graduate, and always the epicenter of something. Ladies and gentlemen, His Royal Highness, Big B. Yes, live from Queens, New York, I am King B. I'm also the Speaker of the House and, as always, the epicenter of something this week. I'm the epicenter of all things Super Bowl preparations. Yes, big day Sunday. Big, big day on Sunday. Uh, We started uh, discussing this preparations like two weeks ago because my wife actually got confused about when the Super Bowl was. So she was discussing foods back then. So we started. So we got, uh, I'm going to smoke a chicken. Oh, I got some ribs. I'm uh, probably put on the smoker. Uh, then we got some uh, mac and cheese bites. We got some mozzarella sticks. We got uh, uh, mini wings. Uh, so we're gonna do like a pulled chicken, and then we then we also got the wings. Oh, nice! Fry up, fry up some wings. Um, and usually that's what we do for for Super Bowl. We don't have a traditional dinner. It's all finger foods. It's of course like, it is. Yeah. So I'm just sitting on the couch eating the food and the, the kids will come pick at it. You know, my wife will pick at what she wants. And then they go upstairs and watch the puppy bowl. The what? The puppy bowl. What, what is the puppy bowl? The, you don't know what the puppy. So Animal Planet started this 20 years ago. Every Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, they have what's called the puppy bowl. So they have like, the, they, they make like a, the floor like a mini football field and they just let the little little puppies run around on the field and you know they do commentary and they throw flags and you know just make it all fun it's for kids okay so they enjoy like you know because there's really nothing nothing else is ever on on super bowl sunday because everybody knows all the ratings are going to go to the super bowl so animal planet this is the 20th anniversary i think it is um they started doing the puppy bowl and then they also do the kitten bowl. So like at halftime, they'll have kittens. Uh, so, you know, it's it, my, my, my little one loves it. He loves watching the dogs and the cats and all that. And uh, my wife has no interest in football. So she goes out and watches the puppy bowl as well. So that's going to be our, our Super Bowl Sunday. I will be eating finger foods and smoked chicken watching the game. And they will be watching the puppy bowl. I, I have to uh, search. For this, because I, I love dogs, but uh, oh yeah, it's going to be on. Uh, hello to Mike Jolitz, by the way. Hello, and he says yawn for the puppy. I I don't watch it, uh, you know, but my my son loves it. Um, yeah, it's on Animal Planet. It's streaming on HBO Max. It's on various other channels. And I already told you what I'm doing on the uh, pre-show. Quick recap: We're going to order pizza. We're going to order wings. Order mozzarella sticks. I have chili in the freezer I'm going to pull out. And um, normally we cook too, but I'm, I was like watching all these specials on Facebook. And I'm like, why don't we just order a couple pizzas? And, mm. you know, 
thing is trying to tag down if my son and his uh, significant other are going to be there. Um, <laughs> they're out in a show. It's a romance. They've already seen it. Okay. My wife went with them the last time because she really wanted to see it. And she knows me. Dead end. No romance for DK. Okay. I, I'm too old for this shit. I, I don't I don't have enough time left on this earth. So they're going to see this again mm-hmm. with one of her friends. So someone's tagging along, right? Okay. And it's got extra Valentine's scenes or something. Aha. Now, I haven't had a chance to really sit with my kid. Like, you are fucking whipped. You are more of a sportsaholic, and and, and, and we'll get right to that, ladies and gentlemen. Just mm-hmm. let me finish this real quick. Um, you are more of a sportsaholic and, like, superheroes and whatever than I am. What the fuck are you doing going to the theater to watch a romance that now you're seeing it twice? And then my wife's like, I wouldn't even do that. And I'm like, bullshit. Every time I turn my back, Hallmark Channel's on. Like, I go upstairs to eat my dinner after the show, and the Hallmark Channel's going to be on. You're full of shit. And now your son, we know he's not gay because he has a girlfriend, but he's a fucking whipped. This is what happens with young love. He will grow out of that. Don't worry about it, I'm sure. But for now, let him be. He's very excited with his girlfriend. I want to go back to that after this next little segment, because I know you're ready. I don't want to hold up Mrs. B, uh, but I have to go back to that for a minute. I'm not quite done yet. Um, Anyway, here we go. Mrs. B presents the drink of the week. Yes, this week. Oh, my gosh. It is called a Blue Hawaiian. That looks good. And it has uh, pineapple juice, uh, Malibu rum, and blue curacao. Oh, I don't and know what it. that is. That's, it, it's, it's, it's a blue liqueur. Okay. Uh, uh, it's an orange flavored, by the way. It's a blue orange flavored liqueur. Of course, there is a, a garnish. Yes. There's you like the cherries, though. I don't think you'll give those away. I'm giving these away because oh, I doesn't want the cherries. But there's always a there's always a garnish, and now I think this is why my wife does the garnish because one, I don't like it, and two, she gets to eat the the fruits. And hopefully, she the uh, fruits have soaked up some liquor. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how long it's been in here, so I don't know if it had time to soak up the liquor. But I'm going to give it to Mama. There you go. And of course, you always ask, and this has become a thing. We have some oh. extra. In the sad egg cup. Sad egg. The Gunitama sad egg. Sad egg actually made it to the uh, show notes about a month ago, ladies and gentlemen. I have no idea what a sad egg is. I haven't bothered to research it. You may know at home. I do not. It's a Japanese thing. It could only come from Japan, where a sad egg is searching for its mother. Is that what he... 
a sad egg that's having an existential crisis and searching for his mother. Is that kind of like, uh, like in our day, uh, Chicken Little? You know, the the, the sky is falling. Like Chicken Little, except yeah. the sky Japanese is falling. The sky is falling. He's just sad. The egg is sad. I don't know why. My son likes it. I've never seen an episode, and apparently, my mom. I hate it. I hate it when people are sad. That's why we do a comedy. So anyway, while you sip on that, I want to get back to, I I, I didn't want to keep Mrs. B because she's probably busy doing uh, Super Bowl coloring books or something. No, she's getting ready for Valentine's Day. Oh, God. Well, that's my topic. Oh, well, that's true. So, um, and and I'll get into the uh, two big announcements very shortly, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Um, So I get home. Maybe it was last night. I, I, I have a hard time. Um, my wife looks at me and she says, uh, all right, are we straight with this? And I went, straight with what? We're not doing anything for each other on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Isbia, we've been together for a quarter of a century or more. You know damn well you get your anniversary, you know, you don't need a special occasion. I'm not buying you something when everything is triple priced mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. Right. She said, okay, I just wanted to make sure. And I'm like, why would you ask me that this <coughs> excuse me, this year? Well, back to uh Jake and his, his girlfriend, which I guess have been about, I don't know, six months. I have lost track. He has made reservations for dinner. Ooh. Kid's going to piss away every dollar he's got. Brother, he's- chocolate is more than half price off the next day. Roses will cost you a dollar instead of 12 bucks. But uh, you remember how it, how old he's 20, 19, 20, 20 now. Yeah. 20. It's young love. It's like his first true real relationship. I think, uh, I'm sure as he's had girlfriends prior. Yeah. Not, not, like, not, not bringing them home though. Right. Remember right, I told not, you not a serious, I, yeah. you know, serious type relationship. So he's going all in based upon things he's seen growing up you know the cartoons not from me i'm not saying from you i'm saying from cartoons and movies and you know all that um you know what what he what he sees on tv this is a, a certain way you're supposed to be so you have to have the reservations to the restaurant on valentine's day you have to come with a bouquet of roses oh, you have to have candies uh you know you need to go to the romantic movies with your girl in order to have a happy relationship. We know because we've been through it. We're older. We're more experienced. None of that is true. None of that is necessary, but he's going through it for the first. Time. No, cause so you I and I, you and I are in our glory years. Get the fuck off my lawn. God damn it. So anyway, so to add to that real quick, and then we'll move on, because you don't want to hear about my my world. This is wonderful. No, no, but the wife says to me, because I complained a couple times ago, I believe I told the story. Uh-huh. 
says, uh, I'm not going to name her. The girl is sleeping over tonight. I said, thank you. So I know if I have to do something personal in the morning, because I'm always the first one up, mm-hmm. I will use the upstairs bathroom. <laughs> it, it, it's just weird to me. Okay. So like you raise a kid, you go through the normal kid shit. They bring Valentine's to school, whatever you go through the sports, you go through the idiot. Then they go to college and university. And then there's, there's girls sleeping over and it's really weird. I'm all for it. Like good for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm glad you're in that place. But you didn't have to drop it on me all at once. You could have like gradually brought me into this situation. Like I, I, I'm just not prepared for it. Number one, I don't have a daughter, so I'm not used to seeing those weird wrappers in the in in the garbage can in the in the in the bathroom, which my dog is going to go after a hundred percent. See, but but this is this is proof that you never stop learning, no matter how. Old you True. Are. Like when you first had a kid, when I first had a kid, you didn't know what to do. You were you 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 were just trying to figure it out, right? Yeah, yeah. Like like in my circle of friends, I don't know about your circle of friends, but I was like kind of one of the first to have kids. So it wasn't even like I could call my friend and say, "What do you do here?" You kind of just flying figure by the seat of your pants, figuring it out. You're at that point again. Now that you have a Adult son who is in a relationship. Who's never going to move out. So, I mean, God bless your son for going to Arizona because my kid, he's going to sit down in here and rot until he gets the house. Because there's no way that people today can afford a house. Anyway, I get it. 100%. But, like, I, 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 I really... We joke about the Archie Bunker thing, right? But I, I, I really feel like all in the family, and I don't want to call my kid Meathead, but you know, yeah, Meathead and that dumb fucking blonde, and they're at your dinner table all the time. And then these fuckers, like I went through the, I went through the stage where I was cooking for three people, and then we'd run out of food, so then I started cooking for four people, but then they fuck off. And I'm throwing away food. But now you have four people again. It depends on the day. So now I'm trying to, I want to put a calendar on the fridge and say, can you tell me what day you and her are going to be here? So I don't want to be rude, but I need to know when I can provide or how much I need to provide. Anyway, to hell with it. It's the inner workings of, of the people, the personalities on the show, the inner workings of our lives. Yeah. And listen, you know, like you said, when the kids were young, there was this, there was that, there was, you know, we're sitting there watching Disney Channel till our eyes pop out of our heads. We go through the sports, we go through the school, we go, like, I'm, it is really cool. It's, it's like another evolution of parenthood. Mm-hmm. So, like, if and when I do become a granddad, I I, I I am prepared if I have to babysit, you know, like a sleepover. I, I'm not scared. Mm. I remember. I remember having a, you know what I mean? Like you said, you didn't know. Now we know. Right. Anyway, folks, we got two 
major announcements. I can't wait. And then we'll get into uh, our news, I think, is next. Um, all right, let's uh, throw a little teaser. YouTube doesn't get locked out because of that. I was going to say, you are going to get taken down for that. Just a small thing. But, ladies and gentlemen, why this is a big deal, and that's Amanda AI, by the way. I felt like I had to go out and get like a uh, uh, I had to make an Amanda AI. So, that's an actual picture of Amanda but made into an AI uh, thing. Very nice. So, Amanda, ladies and gentlemen, has been on the show several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or what, Choo Choo Mania more, more than once. Choo Choo Mania was the big one. Often in chat, busy with the kids, I guess today. But next week, I guess would be our Valentine's special. We have her live and. I'm not going to promise too much. It's all within her boundaries. But if you have been following the show in the past three months, perhaps, Amanda, is, she's taken a turn, right? I'm not saying that in a bad way. No, no, not at all. But she has uh, surprised us on a few she- occasions. She has, let's say, uh, come out of her shell. She's yes. blossomed in front of our eyes. Yes. And and there's the, the, the certain things we're not going to address. That, that That's fine. But she also has a really exciting new job that I can't wait to hear about. I want to know about the interview process for yeah. this exciting new job. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, whether it's the old Amanda or the new Amanda, she is just a great person. She supplies both Big B and myself with our, our, our Sensi, and um, she's always been supportive of us, and she's always been a good sport, and I think we're going to have some fun next week. I can't wait. <coughs> and like I said, we're not going to get into any details of certain things, but I just think she's going to be off the hinges. I just, I just want to know, again, like you said, not getting into details, but I just want to know, is this a result of the past or is this the real Amanda and she was kind of just laid back because of the situation? Like trapped in a, in a closet. Not that she's that way, but, right. but yeah. And, and I want to hear about this new job. And I just think we'll 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 try and get a couple of really good stories, um, and get her involved in it. And I I I, I just think she's going to be fun. Uh, I can't wait. Put your kids to bed because I think she's gonna swear more than she used to. Well, she to. doesn't have her kids, so so it's like every other weekend. Yes, she doesn't have her kids. 
And she's going to have wine. And she's going to have wine. So Lord knows, I mean, we've had shows where at the end she's saying a whole bunch of shit and sending us some stuff. And so who knows where this is going to go next week. So tune in, tune in for the entire show. So you could see the transformation possible. Cause she used to be, she used to be camera shy. Mm. Yeah. Again, always a great guest. She's a great friend of the show. Uh, very supportive, but I'm hoping like she just jumps right into our conversations, whatever they may be. I'm going to try and find a few good topics and try and uh, peel back the onion a little bit. I can't wait. Yeah, no, I'm excited too. So one other uh, big announcement, you're going to have to bear with me here. So apparently there's this thing called the Radio Guild Awards. Mm -hmm. And I got to try and find it here. Because I got to get the exact title of what we're nominated under. And and I will, I will, uh, I, I will post the voting link. I, I don't even know how we got on here. Um, and the webpage is not loading. So I, I know what it is. Um, so we are nominated for uh, Best National Podcast. Okay. As Cape Cod Radio. And then, um, you know, it might not be wording the the category right, ladies and gentlemen, because it's not pulling up for me. But the other one we're nominated under is um, best on air personality, although it's Big B and DK. Uh, Big B is not stealing my thunder uh, on this one. <laughs> I am also uh, in the category. So. In honor, just to begin with, I mean, we can now post that on our on our show posters and stuff, but we will post it on Twitter and on uh, uh, Facebook and wherever else we can. Um, but if, you know, I'm sure y'all listen to a lot of different shows, uh, best national podcast um, and, uh, and best on-air personalities. There's like the best radio station and stuff like that. We're not really a radio station. So, um, so, so wait, how did, how did this is the first I'm hearing about this. I I just got an email. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's short side. Maybe it's Mike Jola. It's could could be Amanda. Who knows? So you, you got an email from these guys saying, Hey, you've been nominated. Uh, best podcast that has not raped or shit itself. There we go. We making we're making our own categories. Although I did fart today, short side, and I really had to clench quick because I thought I was going to have an accident. But I saved the day, and that is still valid. So anyway, I, I, I like I yeah. We get the email at Cave Crew Radio. I wish I could like get you in. You should have access to that email as well. But I share everything with you that I can. But anyway. Uh, whoever did it, thank you. Podcast listener, uh, Choo Choo Stew, could be anybody. I have no idea. Um, but we appreciate it. And again, whether or not we win, like we had a lot of fun with that intro contest. We went pretty far. Uh, yeah, we were down to like the final eight or whatever yeah, it is. You know, so, hey, final eight ain't bad. No, I'll say it's, it's cool that, you know, somebody thinks 
you know, highly enough of us to nominate us for these things. That's pretty freaking cool in my book. But it doesn't say who, but anyway, I've gone and voted, of course. And I know once I share the link, Big Beaver will vote, but we're just two people and, and, and our egos are huge. But if you think highly enough of us to all the shows you listen to, um, Please vote for us in the 2024 Radio Guild Awards. And for what I understand, the drawing is not, or the awards, whatever, are not till uh, April. But oh, so there's, we, we have a little bit of Is this like one. a once a day voting or? No, I, I for the, when I did it, it says, uh, uh, we're going to mark your IP address. Someone like you, you can probably sidewind around all this, mm-hmm. but uh, mark your IP address and your email. Mm-hmm. And, and we only want you to vote once, which is okay. fine. That's, you know. Okay. Well, that prevents like, you know, the, the, the shows, Oh, go on 26 times today and vote for us. You know, so yeah. that makes it more fair. Right? That's, that's fine. The ones I love the best are when they say, like, uh, uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and get bonus entries. I never do that. No, no, me either. We're we're, we're not that way. Following you. So two nominations, ladies and gentlemen, the Radio Guild Awards. That's pretty freaking awesome. That's, 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 That's cool. Thank you to whoever nominated us, whoever found us and thought thought enough of us. To nominate us for those awards. Yeah, we 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 appreciate it more than you'll know, and and and, and uh, like we've said time and time again, we got day jobs. We're not making a million bucks off of this. We do it because it's our Friday night out at the bar. We're too old to be seen in public, let alone use our walkers to get there. That is true. Yeah. So, all in fun. Did I miss this? Uh, Oh, no, that, no, we already yeah. had that one. All right. Hey, I, and I don't do this often, but I'm going to start doing it more often, ladies and gentlemen. If you can share this stream, either the YouTube or the Facebook, we might get a few more viewers and stuff. We might find a few more listeners, and that would be uh, that would be really, really cool. All right, so... Um, uh, one last thing before we hop into the news, because I guess we're moving into time here. <clears throat> I know Mike Jolitz was here. I don't know where he went. I'm probably the only one. I voted for it. I love it. I miss it. Have we even had a Twitter shit in 24? Oh yeah, we've had we've had Twitter shits in 24. I haven't had it in a couple of weeks, but uh, let's see. Hold on. Seems like let me get ever. there. We have. Uh, so far, we have three nominations for the Twitter handle winners for 2024. All right. Okay. Maybe We've I'm... missed a couple of weeks, but we have three nominations. Uh, we have farmanimalsonly.com, pee on me, yeah, and fondle my wang. Yes, I remember that one. But it, to me, it seems like forever. Uh, my favorite segment, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how you feel, but I love it. Twitter shits is always awesome. Yes. Uh, I know you're, you're, you're very upset every week that we don't get one. I know. So it doesn't, so, so Mike Joel, it's again, kind of similar to you. Like I send you stories and you leave me hanging until almost the deadline. And Mike's the same way. It's like Friday morning. I wake up, I click on my email. Oh, 
It's just the news, which is great. I love Mike Reese's the news, and it's coming up shortly. But I'm like, oh, no Twitter shit. But anyway. I know you get very disappointed. Yes. And I don't so, leave you hanging. The latest I give you the news is like Wednesday evening. I know, but like I then I got to go get the pictures, and I got to download them, and I got to upload them, and I got to... I'm also the... I should be nominated for producer of the year. Whoever did this, I am your producer of the year. I vote for you. The shit I do around here. I vote for you. It's an act of love. Anyway, <laughs> let's go to the news. Uh, it's time for the weird news, ladies and gentlemen. Behind the headlines this week in weird news. With uh, barking dogs and uh, going absolutely apeshit, someone is home uh, or food has arrived, one or the other. Oh. Uh, all right, let me find it here. Oh, yeah, this was a good one. I kind of like this one. Um, This involves India and China, ladies and gentlemen. This is kind of an international scandal. And when I read this, Big B, or read the title, I was thinking of the balloon, you know, the the, the Chinese spy balloon. Mm -hmm. Yep. So anyway, I'll, I'll leave this over to you. Uh, The first story of the night comes from the Huffington Post. Headline reads, Pigeons suspected of being Chinese spy cleared by the Indian police. Can't wait. Indian police cleared a suspected Chinese spy pigeon after eight months' detention and released it into the wild Tuesday. Uh, The pigeon's ordeal began in May when it was captured near a port in Mumbai with two rings tied to its legs, carrying words that looked like Chinese. Police suspected it was involved in espionage and took it in, later sending it to Mumbai's Bai Skadarbai Dinshaw Petit Hospital for Animals. Great job getting that all out. Eventually, it turned out the pigeon was an open water racing bird from Taiwan that had escaped and made its way to India. With police permission, the bird was transferred to the Bombay Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, whose doctors set it free on Tuesday. Mumbai police could not be reached for comment. This is not the first time. A bird has come under police suspicion in India. In 2020, police police in Indian-controlled Kashmir released a pigeon belonging to a Pakistani fisherman after a probe found that the bird, which had flown across the heavily militarized border between nuclear-armed nations, was not a spy. Can you say paranoia? Uh, In 2016, another pigeon was taken into custody after it was found with a note that threatened Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. And that's the end of that story. Now, This this is why I let you read the stories. There's not a chance I'd be able to pronounce those words as well as you. Is this 1912? Do we have carrier pigeons? Like, seriously, 
is India like this far behind the technological wall? I wouldn't think so because every time I call tech support, I get somebody in fucking India. <laughs> hey, so they you- got to know that we're not having carrier pigeons send messages in fucking Sanskrit to, to fucking remote people. So they have nuclear codes. That's not a thing. <laughs> do they think, do they think angry birds is like real? That's like a that's like a fucking training novel to them. That they play Angry Birds to train for their fucking military. But here, here, here here's the killer of the whole thing. It's not the first time. It's yeah right. Now you're telling me you know the the people that I call Jeff from fucking India. Hello, my name is Jeff. You're not fucking <laughs> Jeff. You're telling me Jeff doesn't realize that it's a you know. It's not 1739 with fucking birds flying across. Here, I have messages. Like it's fucking Game of Thrones when they release the ravens. Tie a little thing to the to the leg and, and send it off. It's not Noah looking for dry land. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, what are we talking about here? It's a fucking filthy, disease-ridden animal. It doesn't have secretive mis- messages. And if it did... It's not smart enough to find the fucking person. So listen, you live in New York. I live here in Canada. We have lots of birds, lots of pigeons, lots of pigeons, lots of birds, lots of all kinds of cardinals and blue jays and, and hawks and falcons and even bald eagles. How do you decipher that you have caught a bird from another country? And detain it. I, I, Big B, okay, it's a little cold right now. I don't see as many, but once spring comes, once once, once we forward the clocks ahead, I'm going to see uh, 100,000 birds a day. How do I identify that this is a spy bird? Right. Who's on bird watch in the Indian government? Yeah. Standing at the border of fucking Kashmir and India with fucking, but no, a fucking monocle fucking sitting there like, like you're pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, I think I see one. Yeah. And, I, and, and birds do not recognize borders. They don't carry passports. It may be a, it may a, be a bird from Kathmandu that flew to Singapore and found a nice home. It might be one of your own citizens. I don't now get let's it. Say, now let's say there's some lunatic in China. Li Li Chai Chang <laughs> fucking writes little <laughs> tiny messages on little tiny scrolls of paper, tapes it to a fucking pigeon leg, and sets the pigeon free. How the fuck does the pigeon know where to go? <laughs> The pigeon just flies yeah. where it wants to. It's, it's an like, instinctual animal. Like birds here in, here, in, here in America, they fly south for the winter. Why? Because it's fucking warm. They have instincts to fly south for the winter. You're telling me Chinese pigeons have instincts to fly to India to find the, the secret uh, fucking Lee Chang hookup so they can enter fucking spy codes? No! <laughs> Not a fucking thing! It's a fucking diseased bird that wants bread in your, in the park. It's like a message in a bottle. Right. Throw a message in a bottle. Throw it into the ocean. 
one day, 12 centuries from now, somebody's going to pick it up and not know what the fucking letter means because it has no bearing to where they are in their lifetime. But no, we're, we're going to hold pigeons accountable. Do they have a public trial? Is there fucking court TV in India? Fucking, you know, Mohammed is sitting there with the pigeon. Do you, have you crossed this border illegally? <laughs> What are you doing? How the fuck do you how the fuck do you incarcerate a bird? <laughs> Does it have a little teardrop on its fucking face because it killed other birds? Oh. What goes on? Do they have little bird gym outdoor gyms where its fucking wings are pushing up 12 pound weights? Do they fucking play bird basketball in the courtyard? What oh. goes on in bird incarceration? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to do some research on this. Holy shit. I didn't think that one would uh, as excite, excite you that much. I, I, I thought. Uh, it's just uh, the stupidity of the whole thing. Yeah. Well, it is. It's completely stupid. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you laugh as much as I do, because that's that's really the main. I'm actually crying. Um, that's the main reason I do this show is because, you know, after a long week and all the negativity we see on the television and around the world. Um, these stories sometimes bring joy to us. Uh, and, and keep in mind, so whenever we do these things, he likes to get me uh, riled. Oh, up I love it because I go off on tangents like I just did, and he just laughs, and it's it's the best time for him. Well, meanwhile, my blood pressure is going through the roof, well, see, and I'm screaming and yelling like a fucking lunatic. There's another story coming up in a little bit that that that, that, that I was anticipating. Oh, my these fucking people. Yeah, I, I was anticipating it. It's kind of like real life. I didn't expect you to fly off the fucking handle about a fucking pigeon. I hate pigeons. Well, I don't like them either, but is it worth having an aneurysm over? Over the stupidity of incarcerating a bird, yes. You don't make this shit. Bird up. Rikers Island. Like I sent him to the bird Alcatraz. There you go. Madagascar. You're a fucking sing sing, you fucking yeah. pigeon shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh we have we've had a few of these last couple of weeks. We have another flight story. Uh, uh this next story comes from your neck of the woods, the Toronto oh. Sun. Oh, okay. Uh headline reads Smell you later. Gassy passenger grounds American Airlines flight. It's got to be stinky. An American Airlines plane was reportedly forced to return to the gate due to high winds in the form of a passenger's farts. <laughs> you know what's funny about this? Is my wife walks in tonight and she, it just shows when you've been together for a long time. I really apologize. I got really bad gas and it stinks. I said, then go outside. Uh, that's love right there. When you can tell your significant other that you have really bad gas and it stinks. If you had eggs anytime, anytime within the past day and you got that rotten egg fucking farts. Those are the best. That's when you Dutch oven them. Uh, a fellow passenger took to Reddit to hold on. Oh, it's fucking pop-ups. Uh, you're going to give me a minute. 
Anyway, folks, uh, the plane returned back. Bad farts. All right, here we go. There we go. Uh, where was I? Okay. A fellow passenger took to Reddit to share a kind of funny story about a recent flight from Phoenix to Austin. Mm. Before most people had boarded, I observed uh, that this man was audibly disgruntled about something, maybe hungover, rough day. I don't know. But as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling about something under his breath, like fucking hell or something. Oh. So uh, he, uh, it wasn't just the farts. But he might have shit his pants. You never know. Uh, after the majority of passengers were boarded and uh, and in their seats, the man reportedly said, you thought that was rude. Well, how about this smell? And proceeded to let it rip. Uh, the Reddit user didn't know what prompted the response, but found it Funny to overhear. I would be laughing too. And so you know, listen, you know, like men always, men always laugh at farts. Farts are always funny. Ask my, my younger son loves it in the morning when he's getting ready for school. He proudly proclaims that he just farted. Uh, and I look, I love to be in a room, not around like people other than the family and stuff. Nothing better than walking in a room and letting one rip. Just letting it go. Saying, how many drum rolls do I got out of this one? Oh. Uh, the, the man who purposefully uh, farted moments ago decides to loudly and condescendingly say, yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. Oh, geez. So this guy was a, a fartomaniac. A guy in the row over replied, if you don't like it, you can fly private. To which Fartman says, that's so fucking rude. And another, and another person nearby chimes in, I think we'd all agree you're the rude one here. Flight attendants got the situation under control, but when the plane was taxiing towards the runway, it suddenly came to a stop. An announcement comes over saying, apologies for the interruption, but we are returning to the gate. We will give you more info when we have it. We get back to the gate and the flight attendant comes back and informs Fartman that he will not be staying on this flight. He simply replies, I don't understand. And she tells him they'll talk about it off the plane. Oh. Rather than make a big stink, oh. the man grabbed his bag and quietly disembarked. One Reddit user commented, maybe another flight was low on gas. Ha, ha, ha. Well, these, these, these are better than our puns. I fucking all want them to fucking die of fucking penis cancer. <laughs> penis cancer. Another who claimed to be on the aircraft at the time confirmed it was a stinky flight where there were a lot of smells competing. It was surprising that he left peacefully, but it was quite the walk of shame. I could hear him mumble, I just don't understand. That's the end of the story. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. These should be bedtime stories for your children. They're excellent. Once upon a time, there was a stinky fart. Uh, My son would love that story. Here is the one that I really think. Who knows if we'll even get to talk in FLA because we got another story after this, and I'm, I'm sure this one might take a while. 
Excuse me, ladies and uh, gentlemen. Now, make sure you have something ready. I, I do, but this is a story about weird things in, in New York. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Which is where Big B lives, by the way. I you... live in New York. So as we go through this story, I will uh, I will kind of explain things to you. Uh, this comes from, uh, it can only come from the New York Post. Headline reads, New Yorkers revealed the worst things about New York City life from diarrhea streams to homeless vomit. Oh, jeez. Being a resident of the Big Apple can really bite. Sure, living in the city doesn't the city that doesn't sleep has its perks. Access to world-renowned art, first-rate restaurants, a vibrant array of global cultures, just to name a few. Uh, that's all great. But being a New Yorker isn't all Tony-winning shows on Broadway and late-night cocktails at Zero Bond. Uh, in fact, a griping group of Gothamites. I hate that term. But you, you are where Batman lives. Right. So uh, Gotham is modeled after New York City. Has taken to social media to review some of the most distressing mishaps they've endured while in the survival of the fittest struggle that is life in the concrete jungle. I hate how this story is written. I hate everybody involved in this story. Um, these are not real New Yorkers. I will just say that before I even start. Okay. Quote, on an E-train that was severely delayed for the night shift due to construction, a homeless man projectile vomited on me and laughed, confessed a curmudgeon in Reddit's trending Ask NYC thread last week. Hey, but, but, but you realize, like, uh, ex-co-host... Uh, a choo-choo stew would often tell us about a vomit crew on the they train. The vomit squad. The, the vomit squad, yeah. But that was that was mostly for, you know, uh, you know, England is also known for drinking. So rowdy drunks at the end of the night, the motion of the train, you may get sick. So yeah. we have the vomit squad to come and clean up. The unidentified but justified. Lady Bellyacre continued explaining that once she made it to her building, she decided to 86 the clothes, they were old, in the trash chute. What does 86 mean? Uh, to get rid of. That's a new so one on me. Term, I, 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 I know 10-4, I know Roger that. Right. So, so yeah, it's another military type term. So if you are 86th from a uh, establishment, it means you are kicked out. You are gotten rid of. So if you are 86 in your clothes, you're throwing them out. You're getting them. You're getting rid of them. Learn something new. Learn something new. Uh, boom. There's my new next door neighbors while I'm in my bra and thong. Oh, now you got my attention. I just looked at them and said, fucking ads, God damn it. I just looked at them and said, a homeless man threw up on me and went inside and showered. And serving as a human barf bag isn't even the worst fate a New Yorker had to suffer. Quote, 
I was rushing up the steps to the subway. I trip and catch myself with my hands, penned another grumbler, only to see someone had shit, wet diarrhea at the top. Oh, of the my God. Didn't we just go down the steps? Didn't we just go through this with the fucking homeless guy in the parking garage? No, that was semen. That was semen. Yes. Yeah. Semen okay. So now, now we got diarrhea. diarrhea. Yeah, we got diarrhea. Okay, great. Uh, it was running down the steps. The ones I was touching, the Manhattaner added. Yeah, I ran through Times Square holding my hands out like a Barbie doll away from me, like, like this kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie. Uh, neither have I. Uh, an equally disgruntled city dweller even copped to low-level theft in the name of survival. My girlfriend slipped and broke her ankle on the ice in the park. Got to her, called an ambulance, waited over an hour in 22-degree weather, and said, fuck it. Wrote a no-nonsense NYCer. I commandeered a park wheelbarrow. And two very nice gentlemen <laughs> helped me wheel her down the street like a drunk in an old movie. What the fuck is a park wheelbarrow? Well, you know what a wheelbarrow is. Well, I know, but why would you, like, the, 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 they have them in the park for you to use? No, no, not for you to use. So we have the parks department, which is the park, we call them the parkies or the park keepers, the, the cleaning crew for the parks. Oh, okay. okay. The New York City park, the Parks Department. Gotcha. So they have yeah, we have those so here. We have those tools. here. Yeah. So they carry their tool, like the 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 brooms and brushes and all of this stuff. They carry that stuff in wheelbarrows, and you know they go clean and do all that stuff. So, you know, if the park house is if it's not in the park house, it's right outside. So this person just took the wheelbarrow that was right outside the park house and and grabbed his girl, grabbed his girl, threw her in the wheelbarrow, and, and wheeled her up to New York City General. Uh, I guess. Uh, on the plus side, the Uber was much cheaper than the ambulance would have been. Needed the makeshift mastermind, <laughs> and that is a true story, by the way. But I mean, I mean, yes, I would. You don't have the uh, the healthcare that we have here. In, yeah, they'll in, charge you like a thousand dollars for a fucking ambulance ride. Get in an Uber and spend twenty bucks. Get a fucking wheelbarrow, ladies and gentlemen. Get it's some exercise, and, and then the person pushing the wheelbarrow is getting the exercise and. You know, it's a win-win. That's right. Uh, it's unlikely that the viral horror story swa uh, swapping was intended to, to dissuade outsiders from relocating to New York. That's the key to this whole story. Every single one of these people are not New Yorkers. Oh. They are people from... Outlanders. The they are from the Midwest. Warrior... Come out and play. Uh, we call them millennials. Yeah. They come into New York because mommy and daddy pay for their rent. They want to live in. In Gotham. So, they, so, so we have neighborhoods that have become gentrified. Yeah. Uh, whoa, 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 I didn't mean for that. Sorry. Uh, Williamsburg, Brooklyn. In its heyday, quote unquote, was a real shithole. It was a broken down shithole of a, of a place in Brooklyn. Millennials started moving in. They gentrified it to the point where rents are like $4,000 for a small, tiny apartment. But the outside is still spray painted and dirty and shitty. So they can live in the 
the rough and tough Brooklyn neighborhood of Williamsburg. Nobody thinks you're rough and tough. You're fucking from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Nobody gives a shit. Okay. You're a fucking cheesehead <laughs> that, that thinks you watched a, a couple of movies uh, and think that New York is all fucking glitz and glamour. And you know, there are movie stars everywhere. It's not fucking true. It's a dirty, filthy place that we hate uh, you and any tourists. We want you to get the fuck out of our way so we can get to where we're going. You are the fucking problem in the city, not the homeless guy that vomits everywhere, because as New Yorkers, we know not to get in the subway car with the fucking homeless guy. When the subway car is empty and every other car is packed, you don't get into the empty car because it smells the homeless guy's going to fucking vomit everywhere. You're getting in a packed car. When you're going up the fucking stairs, if there's a brown liquid on the fucking steps of the subway, you go to the other side. You don't fucking run up the stairs. Oh, what's this? Because nobody's running up that side. There's a reason. Somebody shit down the stairs. We as New Yorkers know that. You fucking people think, oh, well, these all these people are stupid because they're all crowded and going slow. I'm going to go up the steps with nobody. There's a fucking reason that it's there. And the reason is, excuse me. No, what happens? The reason I had to sit. Well, I'm sitting here looking at the soundboard because you told me to get ready. I don't even see you on camera. You don't see me. I'm here. You don't see me. Well, I'm looking at the soundboard because you told me to be ready. Oh, Oh, yeah. uh, It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. I have to read a couple of more sentences and it's coming, right. but I had to stop to fucking rant about these people. Yeah. No, this is wonderful. I love it. I like, like syphilis, syphilis of the eye and my new favorite one, penis cancer, penis cancer. So yes, all these fucking Midwest fucking idiot douchebags. And, and another thing, another thing that I hate about these motherfuckers while we're on the topic, before I finish the story, when I'm driving in you know, Williamsburg or one of these, one of these places in other places of the country. I don't know how it is by you up in Canada, but in other places of the country, when a pedestrian is at the corner, they can walk out into the street and it's, it's, you know, kind of understood that the drivers will stop and let them pass. Yes. Uh, I mean, for us here, they, they've, they've gone a long way. They got these little buttons they push and things flash. But right. yeah, that's not a thing in New York. <coughs> so all of these motherfuckers are just wandering out into the middle of the street on their phones, not paying attention. We're fucking driving as New Yorkers as fast as we can to get the fuck where we're going to go. We're almost running down these people and they're screaming at us like it's our fault. It's your fucking fault. You don't adopt to the ways of living in New York City. You think fucking Kansas City, Kansas is the way to live. It's not. Go back to fucking Kansas. Go back to fucking Idaho. Go back to wherever the fuck you are from. Grow your potatoes and corn. Shut the fuck up. Leave me alone and let me get to where I got to (laughs) go. Oh, I knew this was going to be good. This is why I picked it, folks. Uh, folks like content creator Benton McClintock, who is not. It happened where? On TikTok. Well, did I, did I time that good? Not even a little bit, but that's okay. Well, you told me two sentences, for fuck's sakes. I read one. <laughs> All right, we can do it again. 
That's all right. Folks like uh, content creator Benton McClintock received a rude awakening, at, rude awakening after he ditched his hometown in Alabama. Again, the fucking Midwest, South, wherever. You don't belong in New York City. For the West Village in late 2023. Quote, New York City is so lonely, it's disgusting. It's not what it looks like in the movies or the shows at all. He whined in a... Oh, hang on. Now, see, you told me not to worry about it. It's happened with... On TikTok. He whined in a TikTok post with guess how many views? Um, 100,000. Not even close. Oh. He whines about the fucking city not being what he saw in a movie and gets 1.3 million. How the hell? All right, I'm not you're gonna get me to rant because you know me. I'm 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 the social media guy. But anyway, carry on. And get this disenchanted three-year-old Jet Blackman. From Sydney, Sydney, Australia. Oh. Had cyberspace in stitches when she gave an unflinching review of Midtown's stinky and rubbish-laden streets during her inaugural trip to New York City at the top of the year. Quote, you said it's pretty, groaned the tiny tourist to her cackling mother as they ambled through Times Square. Mama, don't lie to me next time. Lying is not fun. Online additional grumps within Reddit's Ask New York City community continue to share their most traumatizing incidents, including getting splashed in the face with a bottle of urine. Oh, my God. After it had been run over by a car. Or so, uh, wait a minute. Did the bottle break? Uh, well, if it's a plastic bottle with a cap on and you run it over, the cap will... Oh, like almost like running through a puddle and splashing yeah, something. Yeah, 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 something like that. You got urinated on. I have not been golden showered, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Short side, keep that in mind. He is not golden showered. I am not golden showered in my lifetime as of yet. Uh, or taking a hard tumble on a busy subway platform while running to catch a train. But the terrors of the city apparently aren't limited to what happens in public. While walking home, I encountered a loose brick trip and face plant. My leg is bleeding and my hands are scraped. I hate these fucking people. This is I get home ready to wash story. my cut as well as my hands, which have now made contact with a Williamsburg street. Oh my God. I start washing my hands with the light off and then switch it on to see the water is brown. Oh, it's more poo. It's poo. It's like shit colored, she added. The complainer concluded, we call the landlord who says it's normal, which it is. The silver what? lining is that it was not rust. What's normal? Rust. You guys all defecate in public like you can't wait till you get to a fucking John. So here's what happens in this city. Every now and then, we all experience brown water. What that is, is rust. Because, remember, our sewer system was built in like 18-whatever. Yes. So our sewer system is, you know, nearing 200 years old. 
old rusty pipes, you know, they do replace them every so often, but they can't do it all at once, obviously, because you have, you know, miles and miles. Right. It's a huge city. It's a huge city. It's a huge sewer system. So every now and then you, you experience brown water. What happens is you run your water for a couple of seconds. It's, starts coming out brown and it's just rust and you let it go and and it clears itself up. It happens to everybody. You don't immediately start drinking it or bathing in it. You let it run for a few seconds and it goes away. These fucking fucking morons who, who fucking, you know, they live on well water on the farm, Jimmy Jack and fucking Susie, Susie Beth fucking run down and usually get the water from the Creek. It's that doesn't happen here. We have fucking it's through through the sewer systems and the sewer treatment plants. It comes back and sometimes there's rust. You let the fucking water run and eventually it clears itself out. Go fucking home. <laughs> I click your ruby slippers and get the fuck out of here. Oh, there's no place like home. You bet you better believe there's no place like home. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, Winston, nobody wants you, Susie Beth. Fucking go. Get out. And I'm confident I speak for every single New Yorker. We don't like you. We don't want you. Go fucking home. But when you live in a uh, metropolitan like that, you're going to get people. It's like Toronto is here, right? Like, I'm not a Toronto, uh, a Torontarian or whatever you would say, but I went there for a year. I, I like to visit there, but I mean, I, I went there and I lived for a year. It's exciting. And I'm sure, well, you're a, you're a nicer country than we are, but I'm sure there are um, people in Toronto that hate the people that come there just to visit because they want to get somewhere too. Yeah. Oh no. My, 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 the best story is Uh, she's finally after all these years driving so I can like have a couple and, and, and I always had to drive in there. Well, I still have to drive in the States, but I have to drive in the States. I have to drive in Toronto. I, so she's starting to drive in Toronto. It's just, Everybody honks in Toronto. And I guess what it is, we, 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 we found this article or someone told us in China, they honk mm-hmm. to let you know that an intersection, an amazing amount of Orientals in Toronto. Okay. So you're driving like, so in, in my hometown, someone will honk if you're not moving at a light or if you cut them off, someone will honk. But it's not that common. But in Toronto, you're driving down, and there's all these freaking. It's like New York, right? Like every everything echoes, and all you hear is honk, honk, honk. It's really irritating, and I think it would be intimidating, I guess. Um, but apparently, that's what they do in China. Is they honk at like stop signs and. Well, see, we have laws here that nobody pays attention to, including the police. They don't care. We have noise laws where, you know, no honking, you know, it's like a $200 fine, whatever it is. People honk all the time. We honk at 
these idiots that just wander into out into the street. We if if the light we're sitting at a street light at a red light, and the light turns green, if you don't immediately step off the brake and onto the gas, we're honking at you. See, I I, I don't think I've used my horn in five years, unless some idiot fucking cuts me off or. I, I, I don't think of, I don't even know if my horn works. See, we, I have to watch when I go to another state, I have to realize that I'm not in New York, like where I would normally be honking my horn. I have to hold off because that's just not what it's done. And I don't want to draw attention to myself and like, you know, have suddenly a police cruiser come out of nowhere and say, like, what the fuck are you doing? So like, I have to catch myself to stop from, Beeping at somebody. Yeah. See, so you're a honker. You have yeah. honks. Oh, I I honk on a regular basis. Okay. You have honked. Shorts eye. Keep that in mind, too. I don't have a list, but you can start one for me. I have honked. Yes. The things I haven't done and the things Big B has done. It's like... It's like Fred Flintstone. I don't know if anyone out there is, is old enough to recognize this, but Big B, you know, you got the angel on one shoulder, you got the devil on the other, devil and Big B's the devil, I'm the angel, I have not, and he has. I I do it all the time. I, I it would just, just the sound of my own horn would irritate the fuck out of me. I... You come here and you drive with me. I'm beeping at a fucking everybody. I'm going to test my horn tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. I I, I will promise you that because I, I I don't even know if I've used it since I've gotten in the since I've gotten the vehicle. See, but again, you, it's a different country. You're a much nicer country than we are, and you know we, especially here in New York City, where we are a. A, a driven city for us native New Yorkers. We are a driven city that, uh, you know, we want to go from point A to point B and we don't want to be disturbed in that route. Leave us alone. Let us get to where we want to get to. Well, we, this is another story for another time. We might not have short sigh around because he's, he's got a, uh, a Facebook warning. Because he, he he said something negative against TikTokers. Like, uh, what kind of world do we live in? So he's so he says, and I'm going to say it. I don't care. Uh, he says, uh, "Fucking TikTokers should all be shot." Yeah. I, oh, you know my feeling about TikTok. I think it's the lowest of the low as far as intelligence goes. I I can't wait till they have the suicide trend and they all fucking off themselves. Uh, but apparently uh, short side got, I, I will interrupt in the absence of the judge of highest court of your instantiality and say, keep going, say something worse. That's in the, in the eyes uh, of, of your instantiality. I hereby uh, exonerate short side and give him immunity to anything he wants to say on any show from today uh, for perpetuity. So here's the thing. They're causing warnings because of something in chat. And I don't know if that's Be Live, Facebook, YouTube. I don't know who it is. 
they will block a video probably because of that 20 seconds of audio I played. Mm -hmm. Yet you and I talk absolute filth. Right. You have wished penis cancer on people. I certainly have. And we never get a mark. You, your algorithms, whoever you are, Facebook, YouTube, Live, your algorithms are completely fucked up. Uh, so I'm looking a short side, just so you know, I'm looking at the alert that I, that we got on Facebook. Uh, it says remove, remove contact in cave crew radio that went against our community standards. Oh, so I click on it uh, and it's admin violations. If content in a group goes against our community standards, we take it down. But if admins create or approve posts that don't follow the rules, that's considered more serious and can put the group at risk. Good news. No violations to show. No strikes. They're not showing me anything. So we got no strikes. No so strikes. I guess you're okay. You're okay. Uh, Short no sigh. Get yourself in line. <laughs> We're trying to win radio guild awards here. Oh, uh, let me, let me tell you if me wishing people penis cancer doesn't win us award, nothing will. Could you imagine our acceptance speech? I, I now want to win broadcaster of the year or radio, whatever the fuck it is, personality, because I wished millennials penis cancer. Yeah. Oh, you've done worse than that. <laughs> oh, no. I know I've done worse than that. But for today, because we are newly nominated, I want to win broadcaster of the year or person, whatever. Or, the fuck or runner up. I, I, I'm just honored to be. I just want to be I, like, I don't even know how this shit goes. Like, is there a big video screen? I don't know. Do I need to like, you know, get my wife's blush and put a little more color on my face or. I hope there is a screen and it plays every rant I've ever done. I hope everybody gets offended and short sigh is with me. He says, yay. Uh, we'll have to censor himself. You do not have to. Uh, and he says, penis cancer, fuck the world. Yeah. Penis fuck cancer. The world, fuck the world. Penis cancer. Penis cancer. We'll say it again. You obviously, you, 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 you stumble across this show and you can say, oh, that's gross. I'm never going to listen to it again. But the people that have continued to support us, the, the, 1500 or whatever we have in our cave crew group. Um, you know, the people that randomly pop up in chat, I see the downloads of the podcast. I see the views uh, of the show. Someone's listening to this penis cancer. <laughs> and now I want broadcaster of the year. Yes. Are we done with this? With that story, yes. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get to FLA again, but we can save those. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Amanda would uh, love to uh, love to talk to us about that. Because <laughs> we still got Mike reads the news. This one. Oh, it's not the. I thought it was the jiggling balls. I guess that's the uh, later. Yeah, but this is a good one too because Big B likes this. And should I cue something up? 
Uh, I don't think so. Oh, because they kind of. Oh, I mean, if you want to, you can. No, I don't, I don't want to do any more of that shit. Anyway, okay. uh, this one also comes from the New York Post. Probably uh, our uh, last story tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because we got to get to Mike Reed's the news. Uh, uh, this next story comes from the New York Post. Headline reads, pepperoni tossed at New Jersey woman's home uh, slash car in bizarre vandalism case. As an Italian, it hurts the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just wanted to meet their neighbor, M E A T. Ha ha. Ha ha. <laughs> A New Jersey woman woke up Wednesday morning to find her home had been vandalized with pepperoni. It's not vandalizing, it's littering. I don't what? think I, I don't think pepperoni, unless it's really fucking stale, is gonna damage anything. Let's read and find out what happened. All right. Here we go, folks. I I got cancer on the laugh right now. Like, I can't laugh anymore tonight. I've, it's been a while since I've gone on multiple rants uh, uh, during a show. So he's, he's in all his glory right now because I've yelled a lot tonight. Uh, what is this? Heather Doherty asked herself uh, that morning. She told Pix11. I'm on camera, so I cannot say the words I exactly used. But what is this? I can I can uh, kind of improvise for what the fuck is this? Yes, thank you, thank you. We are real media here, That's ladies right. and gentlemen, and we're really pissed off after that violation. So get ready. From the door to the edge of the porch, and then strategically placed down the stairs to the driveway, and four slices on the hood, and four slices on the trunk of the car. Doherty, who has lived at her uh, Manville home for 16 years, said her house has never been targeted by vandals before this week. We're trying to figure out who goes around with two loaves of pepperoni in the middle of the night and cuts it up into slices and throws it on people's property. You have nothing better to do with your time, she wondered. Uh, she reported the head-scratching incident to the uh, Malville Malville Police Department. Doherty said her biggest concern is that the greasy cured meat could ruin the paint on her car. Oh, good it's, point. Jesus, it's not fucking acid. Jesus Christ. A local auto shop worker confirmed her worries. It's not that thing. Stop it. Ricardo, it's got fat in it, not acid. It's fucking a dried salami. <laughs> It's not going to fucking hurt your paint job. Ricardo Ludina of Guilford <laughs> Auto Body in Manville told Pix11 that pepperoni can't damage car paint if it hasn't been there too long, but that it can damage it if it's sitting around, especially on a hot day. If I took a shit on this person's hood, it's not going to damage the paint if it's not on there too long. If it sits on there in the heat, it's going to damage the paint. It's right. common fucking sense, you dunce. Anything would. Bird shit. Whatever. Anthony Danello, uh, owner of Manville Pizza, said that the pepperoni looks much larger than the kind uh, pizza shops use as toppings. As an Italian, it hurts the heart, he quipped. Doherty acknowledged that it's uh, it's funny, but doesn't think people should be trespassing and vandalizing properties. 
This is not vandalizing. It's littering. Right. It's yeah. They, they didn't destroy anything. It's not vandalism. If you can clean it up with a fucking broom. Right. It's like me walking by with a water bottle and tossing it on someone's lawn. That's not vandalism. Yes. Right. It's littering. It's probably not right, but let's categorize things properly here. And realistically it's fucking dumbass fucking teenagers playing a joke. Right. That's all it is. It's fucking pepperoni. If you leave it there long enough, the squirrels and the birds from whatever country they're from will eat it. Unless you're in India where they will incarcerate the birds. It's a low-level meat attack, short sizes. Listen. And I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we didn't get to talking FL. Are you done or? Yeah, that's the end of the story. Oh, and really not that impressive, to be honest with you. Um, we're not going to get to uh, talking FLA. We only have uh, nine minutes. So we can kind of absorb what has happened tonight. Well, we Farts on a plane. The news. What's that? Oh, we have Mike. Thank you. See, I keep you around for something. <laughs> I knew there was something I was missing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so one of our favorite segments on the show, been with us for a long time, as much as I, I bitch about Twitter shits to empty ears that don't hear me. Um, we do have Mike reads the news. Great segment. Gives us a, a small sphere of what's happening in the world in about three minutes time. So uh, we'll take you to this. Then we'll name the show. Then we'll remind you of what's coming up next week, which should be a lot of fun. And we'll save the talking FLA because I, I think Amanda will have a lot of fun, especially with the last story. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of right up her alley. Anyway, here we go. Mike reads the news. And now, Cave Crew Radio presents Mike reads the news with Mike Jolich. Hello, 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 Cave Crew Radio. Hello, DK. Hello, Sir Big B. And hello, listeners around the world. How are you guys doing today? I am doing fan-fucking-tastic. Today is February the 9th. It's Friday, everybody. And that must mean it is now time for Mike Reads the News. I don't have a lot today. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I did miss the Grammys last weekend. I saw that Jay-Z was whining his wife, Beyonce, didn't get a Grammy for Best Album. To be fair, I didn't know she released one, so, you know, there's that. Someone was spotted on top of the Sphere in Las Vegas. Uh, might have been a maintenance guy. I don't know, but um, I wouldn't do that shit. <laughs> Canadian rapper Tom McDonald and podcast dude Ben Shapiro released a single called Vax last week. I heard it. I uh, kind of liked it. It wasn't bad. Song had 5.6 million streams. It was number two on the charts. Wow. 
So it was a wild day yesterday at the Waste Management Open here in Scottsdale. It was cold as balls and rainy. The temp was only 47 degrees at one point. <laughs> Krista Mullman was arrested for streaking again. God. And finally in the news, Nickelodeon is going to broadcast the Super Bowl on Sunday. SpongeBob is also going to perform Sweet Victory. I don't know what that is. They could do Goofy Goober instead. That'd be okay. Alrighty, guys, that does it for the news. It is now time for the tidbits. They're not headlines. They're just little tiny pieces of shit. Yeah. Country singer Toby Keith died. He was 62. Oh, no. <laughs> Blazing Saddles was released 50 years ago. Oh, yeah. I took a 10-minute shit on the clock at work yesterday. Oh, yeah. And finally, in the tidbits, I want the 49ers to win a Super Bowl. Fuck the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, guys, that does it for the news. That does it for the tidbits. I'm out of here. Hope you guys have a great show. Choose ciao and off either saying later. Bye bye. Ah, uh, yes. The one and only. The one and only. Mike Jolitz, ladies and gentlemen. Always good when uh, you know, Mike good. reads the news. And we forgot to mention that. So, in the, like in our uh, death watch, uh, nobody had Toby Keith. That's right. Nobody had Toby Keith. I, yeah. I, I went through it again right before the show started just to make sure. And no, nobody had Toby Keith. So, we were all still in the running for this year's death watch. All right. So, uh, all of you. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, record-breaking year. A participation in the uh, in, in in the Death Watch. I I did want to mention uh, Bacon, who's former co-host or still co-host, I guess, of Pucks and Pints, posted that he had a uh, poutine hot dog, mm. and, and and Mike says to him in, in Facebook, "Hey, Bacon, how's it going?" And he goes. Hello, Mike reads the news. <laughs> it's funny how our nicknames stick to our real life personalities. There you go. He is Mike reads the news. I'm not going to call him at Mike Cholitz anymore. It's going to be at Mike reads the news. All right. I so think you should call him at Twitter shits because that's your favorite. Well, uh, he doesn't do that for me. I think he does it to spite me. But <laughs> anyway, that that that's an offline conversation that uh, him and I have to have. And listen, although, like you and I have discussed this before, although his segments are short, mm. like whenever we've done anything that is like pre-produced, it, it probably takes as much time. As what we do here on air. Right. Because like me misfiring on, you know, oh, what happened? We're, we're live. We're, we have a, we have a broad idea of what we're going to do, mm -hmm. but we're winging it, right? Like we're, we're basically whatever happens, happens. We, we, right. we, I don't know what you're going to say. You don't know what I'm going to say. We've got a, we've finally kind of got a framework, but sometimes we get off the rail, like your rants tonight and we don't get to everything. 
which is good because that's less work for me for next week because we got right. stories already, right? That's right. So it's not necessarily a, a, a bad thing. All right, folks, what we like to do now, if you're new, is we like to name the show. Um, I'm going to go first. Uh, give you a few show notes, a few things that, that, that caught my attention throughout the show. Um, just from Mike Reads the News, I took a 10-minute shit on the clock yesterday. <laughs> I don't know. I I love poo. <laughs> I'm 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 coming to the understanding that I really like poo. Um, the homeless guy is gonna vomit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wrote, wrote down. I, it just it's just cute. I don't know. It's not gonna be a show name, but I I like puppy bowl. I never heard of it. I'm gonna look for it. Look it up, especially yeah, if it's a. Especially if it's a bad game. I'm, I'm going to definitely look for it. Um, you know me. I write down stupid shit. Back to poo. Fart man. Uh, you love your poo. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down. This is just me, folks. If you watch Twitter shits enough, you'll know how my brain works. Jeff from India. That's right. But down to my my show names, and I, and I had three, and each one bumped the next one. The first one I had with a star beside it was a human barf bag. Mm-hmm. Really like that one. And the next one I had written down was open water racing bird. <laughs> I, I really really like that one. But the, 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 there's nothing that can beat this one, ladies and gentlemen. And, and if I lose this week, I don't know how. Penis cancer. <laughs> it was a theme. I'm going to bet you, you must have had four. You seem like you were writing things down. I have five. Oh, good for you. See, you're getting back in the, it took you a while to get back in the flow after our break. I'm back in the groove. So again, uh, I had same as you. I took a 10 minute shit on the clock. Yeah. I just, I love that one. <laughs> what a, imagine you do that every day, what you're robbing your employer of. That's right. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, I honk on a regular basis. Yes. Yes. I, I, Uh, Hang on, that's a long uh, one. Hang on, that's a long one. Okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, Next up, uh, going back to your poo obsession, you said, I had to clench quick. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, we've all had to do that at some point. Well, I've told the story about how I wound up at my friend's house sweating because I had to go. Yes. And, and listen, not not to take away from your next two, but have you ever wondered, should I vomit or should I sit? Which is going to be messier? Because it, oh. it, 
it's coming out both ends. Yeah, uh, well, that's. I've been at that choice, and it's what is more pressing at the moment. Right. And the worst thing that can happen to you is, ladies and gentlemen, if you have diarrhea and you cough, which I cough a lot. I'm a smoker, and that's also not a good thing because I didn't clench quick enough. Always got to clench quick. Number four. Uh, next up, I wrote, uh, plain and simple, two loaves of pepperoni. Yeah, that was good, too. Two lo- just, it just caught me. I didn't. Is that what they call them, is lobes? I don't know. That's why I wrote it down, because I've never heard uh, a pepperoni called a loaf. So yeah. it just caught me. I wrote down lobes. I don't know why. Loaves. Yeah, lobes. Two loaves of pepperoni. Yeah. Uh, but my number one, my show name entry comes from short having to do with the same story. He said a low level meat attack. Oh, so here we are, ladies and gentlemen. I'm reading this stuff. It comes down to a low level meat attack. Or penis cancer. So I know short size is still out there. We'll give him a second. Now, sometimes it takes a, a second to get out there. We're going a little over our time, but that's okay. Right, so- penis cancer or a low-level meat attack. I kind of like that the more I hear it. So we we'll have to wait because that is the that is the last comment that Short Sai has. Yes. So we have to wait for a new comment for him to decide whether it's a low level meat attack or penis cancer. Oh wait a minute. Uh, he says, "Gotta be uh, penis cancer, providing it don't get the show banned." <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. I'm. Like, I'm really getting proud of myself, ladies and gentlemen. I went probably eight or nine months without getting a show name. I'm starting to get it now. Penis cancer is going up on Apple, Spotify, you name it. YouTube, it's going everywhere. I appreciate your support, short sigh. Not any pressure on you, but I... We're starting a new tracking system. You are three in a row. That's right. Three weeks in a row. It is the record. I know you're busy. You got life gets in the way. Big B and I understand that. But uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, next week is the lovely Amanda. Just how lovely she is, we're going to find out. That's right. But she's a wonderful person, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and, and and both Big B and I are looking forward to it. Yep. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go get some Wendy's while I think about oh, while I think about uh, vomit and uh, diarrhea on stairs. Ooh. Always been poo and farts. There's so much fun. There you go. All right, kids. 
We'll see you next week. Later. Take, take care of yourself. Be safe. And uh, we'll be back. Same bat time, same bat channel. I felt I had to say that because of the uh, Gotham reference. It fits. Yeah. See ya. I want you to pack up and get out. Get the hell out of here. Go. Just go. Get out. Get the hell out. Shut the f*** down. Get out. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Shut, 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 shut up. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.